Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I will be hosting the show. No voice of reason on this episode. We have the return of comedian Vic Pondia. This is part one of the podcast. This is a good episode. Super fun. You'll enjoy it. It's two parts. Uh, Vic is headlining at Zany's in Old Town on uh, November 23rd. Check that out. I'm actually headlining there the week right before him, Tuesday, November 16th. So check out those shows. I will be in Las Vegas this week, uh, September 27th through October 3rd. Then I'm off to Laugh Factory in Reno at the Silver Legacy, October 5th through the 10th. Punchline and Cobbs in San Francisco. Then JP's in Gilbert, Arizona. Then House of Comedy in Scottsdale, Arizona. Then I'll be at Looney Bin in Wichita, Kansas. If you haven't already, subscribed to the podcast. Tell your friends. Enjoy it if you do. Also want to make a special shout out. On episode 216th, we had comedian Trevor Gertensen on the episode. I told him to go on Bumble. He was hesitant. And that was from exactly a year ago. I believe it is uh, July, end of July 2020. Guess what? He met someone on Bumble. And now they're married. So who says I can't set people up and steer them on the right direction? As a dating expert, you are welcome. Listen to me. I make good decisions for other people. Not myself. But anyway, you guys are great. Enjoy part one of this podcast with comedian Vic Pandia. And check out our sponsors. Hey, all you guys know. That I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but, you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend... Attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm, so in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right, he's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. We have no voice of reason on this episode um, because I don't know if we need it. We have two people who are highly educated, uh, and uh, I think we're going to be very reasonable and make rash decisions. This comedian, a good friend of mine, he's been on the circuit here in Chicago, just blowing up everywhere, Uh, not just Chicago, everywhere, Um, Vic Pandya. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. Sir. 
<laughs> I mean, you said highly educated, so I got to come in with some. I just assume you are. I don't even know where you went to school. Oh, you went to DePaul. You just I told to, me that. went to DePaul. Which, in fact, when you told me that, I was shocked. I was like, really? I thought you went to like something smarter. As long as the perception is out there that it's. <laughs> it's the racial perception, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, coming from, I think, I don't remember the first time I met you. I do remember the first time I saw you do shows. You were hosting a show. Uh, at Zany's. I think we were both on it. This was probably like five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was early in your career. I don't know when you started, but it was literally within a month of you starting or, or first time you were at Zany's. Cause yeah. you were, it's probably like three years ago then maybe oh, okay. three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you've only been doing Zany's for three years. Zany's. Yeah. I've only been doing stand up for six. Okay. And so I got past at Zany's like two and a half years in. Oh, probably. okay. Yeah. So I think it was like that week. Cause you had like you, I was like, Oh, this guy just started. Cause you were like, uh, you had all your friends at the show. Oh, yeah. And you were like, really? I'm like, Ugh. was I wearing a suit? I probably wearing was wearing a, a suit. suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you could tell like it was like your first, one of your first times. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, I was going to take you aside and be like, don't invite people to your shows. You're going to do better later. You're just hosting right now. But yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, thanks for the fucking help, dude. <laughs> I've given you advice over yeah. the years. No, that's I think. true. You have. Uh, you, you're blowing up. It's so good to see that happening uh, for a fellow West Suburbanite um, who has parents who are disappointed in them. Yeah. Well, it's now finally my parents are starting to get happy about yeah. it. Well, because it's like... We talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Now they're starting... The shows are getting bigger. The Their friends are like seeing them and then they... You know you know how like older like our yeah. like immigrant families are? If their friend tells them something about like their kid, that's a huge thing. Like yeah. if I tell my parents I did something great, they're like, I don't care. But if their friends are like, hey, we saw that Vix like headlining Zanies. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Vix headlining Zanies. Like yeah. then that becomes the thing. But it's like, I they have to hear it from someone else. Yeah. I don't know why that's a very... Because immigrant, it's all about the status, man. Right. It's all about the status. But they don't... I, I, I've had my parents' friends have been to more shows of mine than my parents have. Yeah. Uh, like I've opened for some other Middle Eastern comics and they're like, oh, we saw Paul open. And it doesn't impress them. Like, I think it's just the fact that I had this career and they still think I'm a lawyer and it's like, Oh, a, you, cause you, I've up, like disappointed. Them. Yes. You also, you did the ideal like lawyer doctor. Yeah. Like you were, a, what a, was a great coveted Brown profession. Right. And then you, you gave it up to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know, Paul, they think they're treating it like a phase. They're like, Oh, he'll grow out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10 years, you know, he'll grow out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, uh, yeah. Do they come to your shows? Have your parents come to your shows? So what's interesting, they've come to like a total of like three to four. Okay. And That's you know, right which is, me. yeah. And as a comic, it's, they're so far apart. So I've been in such different stages of my yeah. career. Like the first one, like you said, you know, you're just getting your feet wet. You're just getting like your, every yeah. show is like a party, you know, that phase where it's like, but then, then they saw me kind of in that feature phase. And now they've seen me now do longer sets, which has been really cool because it's like they've kind of seen the arc and then they see like the crowd coming up to you yeah. after the show and they realize like, oh, this is his show, right. which is kind of a different thing. Then you're like, it's 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 almost like I feel like they finally respect comedy now, which uh, is good. What's that like? Oh, it's, dude, it's like, <laughs> my parents are more reasonable. I think we talked yeah. about this before. They're definitely, because they came here for like their master's degrees. Right. So they've been here longer than they ever were in India. So I think that has a lot to a do lot. with it. Yeah, and they're like, they like they like fans of comedy that you know they they enjoy it. They've we've gone to like Bill Burr together. Oh wow! Like we've done stuff oh, together. Cool. Yeah. Before I even this is before I even did comedy. Yeah. So. No, I, I uh, 
I, I tell I tell this story a lot. Where first time I headlined a show was at now what it was it was comedy bar later, but LaSalle Power Company was what yes. it was before. Yeah, yeah. And we did a show there. My name was on the awning on LaSalle. Uh, I was like headlining way before I should have headlined. It was like before, you know, I was ready, but we just got a show because we were smart. And uh, I remember my parents like, oh, we're going to come. I'm like, yeah, this is a big deal. And then they called me like right before like, hey, we're going to go. Your brother uh, has a night off in Champaign. We're going to go uh, watch the kids. I'm like, oh, so you're not coming to me. like, well, can you just move the date and then come <laughs> with us? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think you know how this works. <laughs> that's like, that's a vivid memory of me. Yeah. But other, but speaking of further disappointing uh, parents, uh, you're single. Yes, yeah, kind of recent, but dude, it's been. Uh, they weren't happy when I was in a relationship either. To be fair, they okay. were. Yeah, they were. They want me. That's the one thing that's been an, a kind of a thing, a sticking point. Is they're they do want me to end up with like an Indian girl. Okay, I think at some oh, level you were dating a non-Indian. I was dating a non-Indian okay. girl, and I've kind of historically dated. No, I mean. I've only sure. had like three serious relationships. One of them was Indian, but that was the shortest one. Okay. So, and they didn't, they weren't a fan of her for other reasons. Okay. So like, you know, it's like, I kind of <laughs> just tend to not date, you know, that I mean, I tend to date a lot of like South American, Mexican, like that's just okay. kind of my, you have a type. I have a type. Yeah. But I'm not like, it, it's, I just, it's that vibe with you. We'll, we'll go on a date. Right. But the pure people you have serious relationships with, I think they've all been like, my parents have not been fans of, of either of them. Do you have, um, do you have uh, brothers or sisters who have kids? Not have kids, but but, married. but uh, no. One of my my brother was in a serious relationship, but it just it actually just ended oh, too. No. So now he's like a but he's a doctor, so he's oh, a bachelor. Then they're fine. Yeah. So they're like he's kind of getting the focus now, which is nice because right. now they Is have he something older? else. He's older, okay. so I'm like I'm like hey I'm a comedian. I got this yeah, rock got star life file, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be out here thinking about relationships. Oh yeah, see like when my brother had kids, it took a little pressure off of mm-hmm. me, and now they've just given up. They know I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Kids. After a certain point, I mean, for him, they're they've kind of given up on him dating an Indian girl, which I think that translates to me too. Now yeah. they're more just like get in a relationship with someone that we just approve of holistically, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which is like that's how you know they're making consolations. They're just like at this point, if it's a they person, just want kids, yeah, they want just, kids. Well, yeah, they're like people are. You're they, they, for him, he's older, so the women he's dating are, tend to be a little older too. Okay, and they're like, yeah, they're worrying about the kids. They're like, if you don't get married, you have kids now because right. he's in his mid thirties, and then the women, you know, it's like a whole thing, but. He's a doctor. I'm like he knows the he risks. Can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can figure it out. He'll, he can find someone that's fertile. He knows yeah, he up. knows in vitro. Right? <laughs> did you? Uh, did, do you want to get married and have kids? Is that like your? Is it on your radar? I have a my view of marriage. I I think for me the highest level would be living with somebody and being in like a monogamous relationship. Like that's enough. I think that's marriage. That's the to way me. to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't necessarily believe in this. Like I think after like five years of that, if we got married. Sure. So be it. Right. But it's not marriage is not the end all be all for me. Like that means more. If we do that, I'm like, we're already there mentally. The marriage is just like a ceremony at that point. Do you want to have kids though? Don't want to have kids. Okay. So then there's a really no time range. Correct. No time range. I'm not super like I, I want to live my and I also think it's selfish as a comedian or anyone in the profession Absolutely. that we have. We're we're traveling so much. We're yeah. doing our every, our schedules are opposites of everyone else's schedules. Right, dude. we're doing nights every night. We're out every night, pretty much. And the nights we're not out, we don't want to be dealing with kids. Right, right. You know, so it's, it's like risk. I don't want to be a shitty father. So right. I just want to. It's like kind of selfish, but also in a good way. It's selfless because I don't want to raise these kids poorly. <laughs> well, do you think that uh, your parents are still together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were you when you were in high school? Were, did you have girlfriends, or were you like awkward, unable to get girls, or what was your story? I so I hit puberty pretty late. I didn't okay. like fully Same, yeah. go through it till 
like high school, which was like I think later than most people. Most people hit it in like middle school, but okay. for me it was like sophomore junior year. So by the time I was like and then I started talking to girls like senior year of high school, but at that point, like the people that were left, <laughs> it wasn't good, man. It right? was like everyone's already. St- like, I, I grew up in one of those communities where everyone like knew each other from elementary, middle to high school. Okay, so it's like everyone had already. Yeah, Naperville. Okay. So it's like small enough where people were kind of just like going through the circuit of people. But you, you grew know. up with those people, right? I grew up with them, but, but you like were friends with them. I wasn't friends like that. Like they didn't see me romantically. I was like, yeah. I honestly was like. I was talking to a lot of women, but I was like the gay best friend. Like, ah, Vic's here, you know? It just was that vibe. It's such a a fucking weird thing. And I talked about this this weekend with another comedian where um, I was like in the cool crowd, at least. I I wasn't like awkward. Uh, I like strung to popularity because I got a fake ID when I was like 16 and all of a sudden game changer. (laughs) But I never got girl. Like I didn't even make out with a girl until I was like a senior in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think for me, the first kiss was senior year because I was same. And I, it was like a weird, that was like my first girlfriend was senior year, but it was such a, it took like eight months of me pursuing this person. Really? We, it was such a slow... I didn't know how to like advance it. Yeah. So we just were friends. And then like I just fell in love like two weeks in. I just didn't say anything. Like, I love you. <laughs> and I was just... But I was just... <laughs> oh, her you didn't really, say it. No, yeah. I didn't say it. I just was her friend for yeah. eight months. And then I'm dying inside. But I haven't... Again, I haven't right. said anything. So she's like, wow, this guy's like a really good friend. Right. He's like always responding to me. He's <laughs> always there. And she then like, knew I mean, she, on some level. That's the thing. She would do fucked up stuff though. Because I think... I would like we'd be messaging on instant messenger. This is this is yeah, back in sure. the day, right? And she would like one time we we're messaging, we we're saying like good night, and she goes good night, and then she goes love you, and like it was one of those where I was like this first time a girl said I love yeah. you to you, so I'm like finally we did it, it's yeah. done, and then she goes uh, just kidding, and I was like I I'm dead. Jury, right? I, I love you. I, I mean I was t- about to type it, but I'm, <laughs> in my mind I'm like I just my heart is broken like right. right now. Like I was like you can't do that to people. I was so it was uh, like so, dude it was such a. Did you ever date her after that? So we ended up dating for finally after a little bit. I finally yeah. told her we dated for a little bit, but it was still like it's one sided because I had been building romantic feelings for this whole time, right? And then when she finally dated me, it was like she wasn't at the level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was that you were friend zoned. And then like, yeah, you, it, it, it's funny because all the women that I had crushes on in like elementary school throughout, I ended up dating later in life and I had crushes oh, on them. Interesting. But then like it just never worked out because then they were pursuing me or whatever happened. It we wasn't equal. Though. Pa- it wasn't yeah. equal. That's the, that same page is key because if we had met and then it immediately I was like, Hey, I want to date you. And yeah. then it kind of laid it out. The problem is I didn't do that. So it's, I can't falter for it. Right. She was also, so she was, I'm, I'm Indian, grew up, raised Hindu. I don't really, I'm not super religious, but she was Muslim. Grew oh, up, okay. like, born in Pakistan, came here. Indian lady too? Um, no. Yeah. So she was Pakistani. Pa- oh, right. So okay. she grew up, you know, Islamic, Muslim. And so that's, and she was very conservative. Yeah. So, that became an issue as we kind of progressed because we went to college and then she's going to Loyola, I'm going to DePaul and like it started getting to a point where she's, yeah, both in Chicago, but it started getting to a point where she's like, hey, if we are going to get more serious, I need to like, like you have to convert basically. What? And I'm like, I'm just starting college. I'm still like a child. Yeah. I, I, she's the first girl. Your I brain ever, is informed yet. I'm not even, I'm like not a person yet. And I, but I still, thank God, I was like, hey, I, I can't do that. Right. I also don't like believe in 
that. Right. So why would I do that? You know, just to get so laid. Just Were to we get guys laid? having sex? No, we weren't. Okay. And that's the thing. We hadn't had sex either. And this is how it's so adorable to think back to your former self. You're like, man, I was so, so I was so dumb. pure. You know, yeah. I was so dumb. We were so dumb. But thank God, because if we were having sex, I might have done it. You know, right. I might have been get like, laid. yeah, it's crazy the things you do just to get laid at that point. Oh you know? yeah, you're so you're so. It's like especially for us hitting puberty late. That's yeah. like all these feelings are coming now. Right. We haven't dealt with it in high school. Like it's dealing with it now. So it was, but that was ultimately what led to the demise is like, but that was, a, I was so emotionally invested in it that that kind of jaded me for all the relationships I've had after that. I, I, I went to therapy and I thought like after a relationship failed that I thought was a perfect relationship for me. This is like nine, 10 years ago. We were on the same page. Everything was great. And then I went to therapy when it ended. I'm like, I go, is this because of my high school? Because in high school, I would always have crushes on people and it never came yeah. back and I was never on equal footing. And my doc, my therapist was like, no, it's not that. It goes back to your childhood with your mom and your attachment theory and stuff like that. But I'm like, but this has to have played a role. And everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, that fucked you up. Of course, yeah. But they, yeah. but professionally, you know, I, maybe I was the wrong therapist. Well, that's the thing. Everyone I've dated since then has said the same thing. They're like, you've, you're projecting these things onto yeah. our relationship. And, and like, it's, I think it's true because I then grew like a deep distrust. I was also Absolutely. emotionally closed off for a while. Absolutely. Um, and I went the route of like, you know, after like your first big breakup, you either go like, you like shut down or you just are like, I'm going to fucking try to have sex with everybody I can. Right. And like, I went the route of like, I shut down for like six months. I like and became a recluse. Have sex with everybody. <laughs> but then I was like, I didn't have the skills <laughs> to, to, to do, do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. It, it's like how you acquire those, that your game or whatever. Yeah. Because I was a late bloomer too. Like I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 18 or 19, depending on which version you go to. And, uh, and it's like, I, I didn't know how to do it, but then all of a sudden, like I knew how to talk to girls. I had the confidence, and then yeah. I went back to from college. I went back and had hooked up with all these girls that I had crushes on in high school, and it's like your confidence just boosts. It's after that, and then you realize after that first girl from the ex or the first bad relationship, yeah. you're like, oh, there's more than one girl out there. Right. Like <laughs> that was what opened my mind because then yeah. I, I joined. A, I was at DePaul, so I joined Alpha Kappa Psi, which is a business frat, and it's co-ed. So the first party was it's just women and men at this party and yeah. I'm like this is insane like people are we're just talking to each other I don't have to convert I, to have sex I don't have to, yeah it's like I'm like <laughs> oh this is like a college experience so yeah. I did that and that, so I didn't do it freshman year I did sophomore year because we were still in the relationship freshman year okay so sophomore year was like my freshman year of college because right. I kind of relived all the stuff that That's everyone hilarious. else was going through yeah. so I had it but then after that I was like it became the same thing like I was. I had used all those skills from being the gay best friend to talk to girls. And I was not, I knew how to do that because I was platonic with them for so long. So I never, I already was a step up of all the other dudes talking to women at that point. Cause I knew how to talk to girls right. and not be creepy. Right. So that you realize that that's all it takes in college to not be a creep. And then, then that kind of like helped me. And then I started like finding my own footing for sure. But there's definitely something to be said about the difference between being able to talk to women and then, um, closing deals right oh yeah yeah because yeah. like i would have women i i've told the story a bunch where uh I'll, I'll i met a girl at a bar in chicago when i was like 19 or 20 i had a fake id and then i go back to her house but i was like okay so how does this work like how, i don't know yeah, how yeah. To, i don't know how you start <laughs> like, so up. i did that now it's your turn to take take this to the finish line yeah, yeah. like i'm like i i, I talked <laughs> you into letting me into your house but now like what do i do yeah, like yeah and, and it's just like that was another level where 
it was such a weird transition of becoming physical with somebody. Yeah, the first the, when, when I did lost, you lose your virginity? Then? That was so that was sophomore year. Okay, so I was uh I 19. was already like yeah I was nineteen I was going out, um, partying like a lot but just like that was still getting me again to the same point same thing but i wasn't i was like making out with girls i wasn't ever doing anything more than just because also in college you drink so much that by the time you get home you're like you pass out for the most part so then finally there's one girl who was a good friend of mine who was going out with us all the time and then she was in a relationship so she would go out all the time but she lived in the burb so she'd come to my place and just stay on the couch so this happened like four or five times and then she basically broke up with her boyfriend. And then like, I remember one time we were all going out. So we have another crazy night. She comes back to my house. She's like, I why, why don't I just sleep in the bed? <laughs> yeah. And I'll, and I'm so dumb that I'm just like, I mean, you, yeah, you can sleep. I'll sleep on the couch. She's like, no, we can just sleep in the bed together, but like, it's not going to yeah. be, you know? And then of course you start making out and then it's like, it happens. But I say she had to literally do everything. I'm laying right. there. She's on top and I'm just like, Oh, now we're having sex. Like I didn't even, <laughs> yeah. it, it was that guided of like, she had to do all of it. And then in the morning I was like, okay, now we can have sex again. I know what to do now. Like yeah, we did it. Let's once. do it again. <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah. That's uh, the first time I always say 18. Cause I thought I had sex. I was drinking with this girl who's older than me. And then we ended up having sex. But like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, uh, no, I, and no. I still to this day, I'm like, I think I was in for a little bit. But then we stopped because like, she's like, I don't think we should. I'm like, okay. And then like, she's tried again, but I couldn't find it. Like, I was like, that's how dumb I was. But then later when I was, I had a girlfriend when I was 19. And uh, I I like was like, okay, you're going to have to take the ropes because I don't know what it, the but fuck But you I'm said doing. it. You did yeah. say that. That's I mean, good. no, I didn't say it. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, I've done this yeah. before. <laughs> but I remember just being like, focus, Paul. Like, I remember being in my dorm room and being like, okay, I was a freshman in college. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got to figure this out. But yeah, I mean, that's it's a funny situation that I think a lot of comedians were that friend who like, and and like some people go into comedy to like meet girls. I was a musician. That's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna meet girls. Being Which a rock I think star. it's so funny that people go into comedy to meet women because yeah. you know this. There's there's not women in comedy. No. It's not that it's well, no, they think that they're gonna be able to be, be funny, funny on stage oh, okay. and then go sit by the bar after the show and be like, what's up? Yeah, that was no. me that just crushed. Oh my god! I mean, it does happen. Yes, if you're good looking but, and but at the same, yeah, you have to have all the other things. Other things that, too. Yeah. That again, the musician groupies are not the are different. That's then, a lie. Unless yeah. you're the lead singer, uh, no. I was on stage for 10, 15 years. Oh, so it's a lead thing. Okay. Yeah, you have to yeah. be the focus. Interesting. So maybe it's like comics, you're the headliner. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the headliner but, does get laid, I think, in, in comedy too. Because I've been on shows. It, it definitely changed the dynamic being in a city where I was a headliner one night and then the next day I'm a feature. And I was like, oh, no one cares about me now. Yeah. This guy's Well, dude, it's famous. even worse if you're a host. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, how many times do you get you're hosting a are show? Are you a comedian? And too? they're like, you hey, do that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. When are you going to get up there? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I just opened the show with 20 minutes. Like, what are you talking about? And I did well. I did better than the feature. I know. Oh, it's so upsetting. It's the most, it's the yeah. most frustrating thing. So you you want to be in a monogamous relationship. Why? Like, well, do you, are, I don't know. That's that's the future state. Okay. I think right now, after, you're just having, I'm just having you fun. Were in a long relationship i was in a long relationship and it, it was it's one of those things where now i'm kind of like i'm still a little like emotionally like i i feel like i've progressed emotionally which is good but i know enough to be like i need to like deal with these feelings and i don't want to put that on somebody else you know in a monogamous yeah. situation i'd rather just kind of have fun keep it light for right. at least until i am fully ready to get back into something i mean i'm not ruling it out but it's also i know myself enough to be like i'm probably gonna be pretty closed off for the next yeah. few months at least you know well you were how long were you in that relationship like for? four and a half four years yeah well how did that end why did it end it ended 
So she's would, not Indian? You wouldn't convert? No, no. I mean, I don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, she was great. Like, we met during when I started doing comedy, so she's kind of seen me I've progress. seen her shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's been great. You know, it's kind of like, it's nice to have that person that's not in comedy, but that gets comedy. Supporting. Like, supportive. I can talk to her. It's like a mutual, it's like a neutral third party. And she's always going to be like upfront real with me if something's good, something's not good. Like, she was always a person I went to for like advice on comedy. Because if you talk to other comedians, you can, but it's like, we're all so concerned about what we're doing yeah. that it's nice to have someone who has no skin in the game and it's right. just like, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. So it's really nice to have that. That's why I think people are like, oh, Vic has his like, shit together. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I had this person in the back who was like Supporting helping her. me yeah, yeah. that people don't, like I want to give her credit because I think people don't realize like how yeah. important that is. It's like I really, that cliche phrase like behind every great man is like a greater, whatever the phrase is, it's true. Like yeah. I think it goes both ways obviously. But, but having since that, you've not been dating her, you have excelled as a comedian. And that's what so what another thing is which is goes into my theory that being alone is better <laughs> yeah and i've i mean i'm headlining shit so it's like i don't know dude <laughs> maybe that was your crutch i i really do i know i know we've had people on this show that have gone against my theory but i really think that uh being in a relationship uh does stifle your growth as a comedian and well, i know like, people get pissed when i say that so yeah. come at me again with your dms but i will say in terms of like hustle and things you can do obviously if you have a relationship, Absolutely. you can't say yes to everything, right? Just from a time perspective. Right. But I think from a material perspective, right, you, you get material from your sure. significant other. You Otherwise, all your material could just, you might just not touch relationships right. at all because you maybe you're not in one or whatever. So I think it goes both ways. But from a 100% pure grind standpoint, of course. I mean, yeah. now I don't have to check. Like, I can do whatever I want. I can go to any spots I want. I can right. do as much. And I was... I made it very clear when we started dating. I'm like, you're gonna do that. I'm anyway. doing comedy. Yeah. Like comedy is a thing. So she was great. She would come to shows, be supportive. But like, it's still, it's still you have to consider another person. Which right. is again, sound we sound like dicks, but it's real. Like it's different yeah. for me and you because I can go backstage. I can go. I can go somewhere else. I have to make sure she's like seated. I have to be cognizant of what she's doing at yeah. the show. It's different as a comedian. We can move through things differently. Right. So, I mean, but the thing is, I think now because of that ending, and I was like. I'm in a different phase of my career now. I don't, I can actually be more selective. I've realized like I can enjoy, I don't need to rush into something. I can just kind of enjoy this like yeah. period of not having the worst shows imaginable for like the first year of comedy. It's like trash, right? So now I'm like, I'm in better venues. I'm meeting cooler people. I'm, I'm like around things that I'm like, oh, I could actually meet someone at a show potentially or at an event that I'm working that yeah. shares interests that I do that is like someone I would want to date potentially right. versus like, oh, we met at this dive bar at like two in the morning and she was just at the show. Like I'd rather meet someone in a situation that's like probably more likely to to match yeah. with me compatibility wise. But I also don't go to shows with that like intention. Sure, no, you know? no one does. I mean, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I know people that too. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I was laughing when people are like, I go to, I, I think what you're saying is right. People think that they're going to develop a skill to, to be funny, but I'm like, it's different when you're on stage than in a conversation, yeah. first of all. But I never viewed comedy as like that's my route because I think I already was comfortable talking to women. So right. it's like I didn't need comedy. Comedy is just for me, you know? Right. No, when I started comedy, I was an improv and I remember that I hooked up with a lot of like people in, in the scene and I was like, oh, this is great. But then I was like, wait. And then when I, because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be a comedian. Yeah. But then the minute I decided I was going to be a comedian, I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore because it's like workplace environment. I'm a, yeah. I'm a lawyer, so I like know HR. We don't have I an work HR, in HR policy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know there's a reason why they have these policies. Yeah. We don't have an HR. Singles only podcast is the HR department to be like, don't fuck other comedians. But um, but yeah, there is that that sense that people have that. Um, 
I, I can tell people that you and I are, are similar where we don't get involved in the, you know, the, the drama of the scenes involved. I'm like, we're just grind, do your shit, walk out. Like people will tell me like, like oh did you know so and so and so and so were dating? I'm like no I didn't I don't care don't care yeah. why That's, I'm here to do comedy yeah. I'm not here to make friends. I just care about what's what's yeah. funny and who's funny if I'm booking the show but it's also like there's people who have the opposite view where yeah. I I mean I met like a, a newer comic and she <laughs> she's like she's just I first time I meet her she's just like I bang this dude I bang this dude in this like Jesus it's crazy Christ. and it's not like and she's great I like her as a person so much but I'm yeah. also like how different your experiences yeah. can be. Like I'm over here, like I'm so one foot in one foot out of the scene all the time. Cause yeah. like, as you know, you don't want to get dragged into the drama, yeah. but it's also like, we're at a different point in, right. in our careers too. But I'm, I have relationships to maintain with the clubs. Like I'm thinking about other stuff. And the last thing we're dealing with is like, Oh, don't put those two people on a show. Cause they hate each other. Yeah. It's like, Fuck you. I don't, like, have, I don't the have the time, time. to yeah. deal with this. Just, and, do you want to do this show or not? Can you come yeah. with me to feature or not? Like, but I, I, don't I did. Part of me was a little jealous just cause she's at that point in her career that when I started, it's like that fun. Oh, I'm doing yeah. shows, a couple shows a month. I'm just having fun. I'm like drinking. I'm going out right. I'm doing mics with all my friends. Like we're, this is a career for us yeah. now. So it's like, I'm not doing that after every show. Right. right. But it's like, that's why it was nice to be in the relationship because as I got busier I would still have the nice like I could go home with somebody at the end of the night I could like go get a drink with someone I I, I enjoy and it wasn't like I had to go and get drunk every night to do that I just already had someone who was I was compatible with and I liked but how did she do did she have a day job then like so she yeah she had a corporate that's how we met we met at a corporate corporate job yeah but then you are like wired at the end of the night and you're like let's go get dinner and they're like ah it's 10 30 yeah and still she was like it would be but she got used to it like it kind of progressed again we met where i had like what it was like i built her up slowly it really was like i conditioned (laughs) to live this shitty life this terrible life (laughs) it's so crazy like yeah i i've had date i've dated people who like after we break up or we stop seeing like she's like you ruined me now like i eat dinner at 10 o'clock i'm like yeah because it's great right yeah it's because that's when i don't eat before i go on stage so it's like I, that's when i eat and uh and sometimes you know you leave the house on like a saturday you might have like four spots you leave at like six and yeah. then you don't get home to like one or right, two right. so you're just like that whole time we're but the thing is for us we're like we're on stage adrenaline goes up comes down it's like a constant your thing set, yeah yeah you're always like you're working and running around so she would come with me to all that stuff which again is like i told her all the time i was like if this you was reversed come, yeah. i also said i would not do this for yeah. you like i was like this is insane that you do this i'm yeah. like this is so much so i would try to be like okay here's a night i have off let's go like let's do a proper like yeah. i would try to make in and, and, and it was it was nice because like when she was at the shows it was kind of like you know you're the comic so i can get her drinks i can like get yeah. her do things which are kind of cool she can come to the green room it's like it's different than like a group of your friends right. you know being there no i i get it i think i think it, there's uh th- there is something to be said about that and uh but i just I, I think it's funny people like view this that aren't comedians like oh that sounds like fun i get to go see comedy shows all the time and it's like women that i dated who did come with me to all that stuff would be like after like two days i'm like you don't have to come with me yeah. this is i would not want to come like no i get to see all these comedians and then i'm like okay well what did you think of those guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like i get like a view of like okay that is you know like i'm like yeah this is why this is hack or like you know, like explain stuff to her and what was cool is 
she is a fan of comedy. So after it got to a point too, when like I was booking so many shows, like sometimes I'd be, I'm like, Hey, I need to book this type of person for this show. And she'd be like, what about this person? Right. And I'm like, Oh, I completely forgot. Thank you for telling me. Cause it kind of became a, she, was, knew, people, she yeah. knew people in the That's scene. Good. Like it She's, was amazing. It was nice to have awesome. that. I'm like, Hey, is this? and then sometimes she'd be like, that person isn't funny. Yeah. And I'd be like, she's oh. probably like, fuck that Paul Farver guy. He has a podcast. Yeah. Called Singles Only. He's going to break <laughs> us up so you can do his podcast. <laughs> but and here was, I am. It was great because no, you need, kidding. yeah, you yeah. need some, I'm again, you need an impartial party sometimes. Sure. Cause like we, as you do this more, you, I generally like everybody yeah. in our scene and like you get close to people, but sometimes you got to be like, Oh, this is person's not a good fit for the show, but they've been asking me. I feel yeah. bad, but sometimes you need someone to be like, no, there's a better person for this particular show. You can get them on a different one. So you need that person to be like, so the fact that I had like a little helper was amazing. <laughs> co-booker, yeah, co-producer. co-producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told her, I'm like, you're going to get a credit on something when I release <laughs> it. Like, 